Chase Briscoe wins his first NASCAR Cup Series race at Phoenix. SHR seems to be back. Trackhouse continues to have a very dominant cars. RFK seems to be in a bit of a slump, but not too much. And what on earth happened to Coil Joy's tire? All of that up next on the Pace Car Podcast. Let's go! Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to the Pace Car Podcast. I am Bear, the Combustion Gamer. Pace Car Podcast is exclusively on TCG Podcast and is made by the Combustion Gamer. So thank you very much for coming on and listening. And we've got NASCAR news. It won't be too much of an episode. We don't have a whole lot to talk about. There is an interesting announcement that NASCAR is supposed to make alongside IMSA, so we'll probably get to that in uh, next week's episode, depending on what that info is. Sounds like it should be kind of interesting, but all of that will be next week. So, Chase Briscoe won his first NASCAR Cup Series. Now, Chase Briscoe, he had been dominant in the front half of the field for almost the entire season. Great start at Daytona, and just continued to show a lot of speed, and just... He really looked extremely good. Really, really looked very, very, very good. Very impressive uh, racing going on from the SHR camp. Uh, Kevin Harvick actually did pretty good. Finished up there as well. He also had Eric Amarola um, up there in the mix as well for Phoenix. Cole Custer, I think, he was even up in like the top 20 for a little bit. So, I mean, SHR, I mean, they were actually up there, which is nice. Uh, Toyota obviously wasn't doing as well, but still. Chase Briscoe and SHR looked very, very good so far this year and definitely excited for him. That definitely gives them a lot of momentum going forward to other races and it'll be interesting to see uh, how they do. Also be interesting to see how Harvick does at the new Atlanta. That should be interesting. Not sure what to expect from the track. Definitely seems like uh, there's still a lot of better communication and other stuff that could have happened with the drivers and the fans and other stuff with the whole... Atlanta reconfiguration, but still, it'll be interesting to see how it looks. So we'll have to watch the race this week and talk about it next week, but still, should be interesting. So as I said, SHR, they were doing, they were very dominant at Phoenix, did a really good job. Trackhouse, Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, they were also uh, very fast throughout the race. It looked very, very good. Uh, Roush Fenway, Kozlowski Racing, or RFK, weren't overly in the picture too much throughout the race, but we did have Chris Buescher end up with a top 10 finish. So, I mean... They're still, they're still running fairly decent, fairly well for Roush Fenway cars. I mean, they're, they're doing good because usually, from what I remember, I have never seen Chris Buescher have a top 10 at Phoenix. I would have to look uh, back, but I, to my memory anyways, I don't remember him ever finishing in the top 10 at a Phoenix race uh, recently anyways, recent to date. So that's, for him, that's probably a pretty good and for the overall organization of Roush, that is also very good as well. So, definitely cool to see. Definitely not much from the Toyotas. We did see Kyle Busch have some good runs, have some problems, etc. That definitely didn't seem to go very well for him. But overall, definitely a, definitely a fascinating race. I think the biggest thing that was strange 
was Coyle Joy's tire incident. So obviously NASCAR is handing out uh, suspensions for that, along with fines for safety, whatever. But I don't know. To me, the car looked like something broke. So once again, it's one of those things. I'm, I'm not really sure why NASCAR is handing out. We never hear what the actual issue was on these, which is rather interesting. I never, I can never find anywhere that says, okay, the, the it was actual loose lug nut or the tire or the wheel fa that failed. Uh, from what I saw, it definitely looked like a wheel failure to me. Not necessarily lug nut failure, but definitely a wheel failure. Just something, something broke, car went to the wall, and the wheel shattered. That's That's what it looked like for me watching it live. And just there wasn't anything you could do with that much damage. The wheel got all caught up on the inside and internals of the car. That you know, there wasn't going to be much, much you could do to fix that. But uh, NASCAR is handing out uh, suspension and penalties for that incident. Definitely seems like to me that there's some sort of issue still that NASCAR has not addressed yet with the tires, with the wheels, and with the lug nuts. Definitely seems like there's some safety issues that still need to be addressed. Uh, with that, definitely was nice not to see nearly as many uh, flat tire issues for cars throughout the race. Definitely seemed like it was a much cleaner race, didn't have nearly as many issues along the flat tire line. So that was nice and enjoyable to watch versus uh, the other races where we had to wait for cars to be picked up by tow trucks. So that was definitely nice to see. Sounds like there is some tire testing and other things going on, so hopefully Goodyear or whoever... Whoever is in charge of making the tires better, because Goodyear obviously supplies the tires, so I'm hoping they're making it. Uh, hopefully, they can figure out what's going on with that and be able to fix that, because that is a bit of an issue and definitely irritating for to be able to, to watch for a lot of different drivers and a lot of different opportunities as well. Also, for this, uh, what is it, the second straight week? Yeah, second straight week, Eric Jones spun in the last part of the race. Uh, that was interesting because Petty GMS, they actually did fairly decent tie. Dylan was up in the front a little bit. You had Eric Jones up there as well. But uh, Petty GMS, they continue to look very good throughout the season. Uh, just some, for some reason, just a lot of bad luck going on for them. Uh, so we'll have to see how they do, but I'm definitely still excited to watch them. They definitely seem like they have some speed. Ty Dillon seems to be getting better bit by bit. Definitely interesting to watch how uh, the experience builds up and how he's able to get that car doing a little bit more. Uh, also, they have a new sponsor for Ty Dillon as well, so that's good to see, etc. So, yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was an interesting... It was a, there was a lot to watch. A lot of people said it was a rather boring race. I actually thought it was a very interesting race myself but I don't know I, I found it very enjoyable to watch it was definitely a lot of fun so anyways Phoenix race really really cool tire issue that seems to be rather strange to me I, I still don't understand what's going on with that fully definitely seems like the wheel tire lug nut all that seems to be a bit of a safety issue still as many as many including myself predicted that it would be it doesn't seem to be going as well as people would hope. So, anyways, looks like NASCAR still needs to work on that. But it did seem like the cars overall had a much better uh, experience at Phoenix versus the other three races in this uh, swing here.
Alrighty guys, so we have the Xfinity race. So as I said, it's going to be a bit of a short episode. Didn't have a whole lot of NASCAR news come out. It is very exciting though that Chase Briscoe was able to win with Mahindra Tractors. Mahindra, brand new sponsor to the sport, able to get a win in just their first first four races in the sport. That is pretty cool and definitely exciting for Chase Briscoe and them. So congrats to them over there. But let's look at the race results for Xfinity. We'll go over the cup results as well and then we'll go on into the point standing. Obviously had Noah Gregson able to get the win over Brandon Jones. Did a very good job. Definitely very excited to have that win under his belt for sure. Brandon Jones in second. Josh Berry in third. Josh Berry did a very good job as well. You also have Trevor Bain who finished in fourth also had a lug nut issue so I know that that team got penalized at least not sure if that uh, really altered the position but according to the results here it did not. John Hunter Nemechek got fifth driving the number 26 Toyota Ty Gibbs finished in sixth AJ Allmendinger in seventh Daniel Himmick in eighth Landon Castle in ninth and Justin Allgaier finishes out and the 10. You also have Brandon Brown, who once again has another top 15 finish. So Brandon Brown being very consistent, having some very good runs. Definitely going to be uh, interesting to see how he does throughout the rest of the season. But definitely that particular team uh, has been having a very, very good uh, race record so far throughout the season. And definitely exciting to see that team with NASCAR's penalty and stuff being able to do that so that's definitely good to see we also have chase briscoe in the cup series if we go with the, the cup results here chase briscoe got first ross chastain came in clutch able to get a pass tyler reddick for the second position and all those very good points tyler reddick ross chastain both looked very very good throughout the race but definitely excited to see the watermelon man get second. Tyler Reddick of course in third. Still has a lot of speed just hasn't been able to quite get that to the win yet but definitely a very fast car. Ryan Blaney started off on pole. Had good speed throughout the day but really kind of got shuffled to the back couldn't really get to the front in time and uh, finishes fourth. Kurt Busch gets fifth. I uh, haven't really seen him in his new ride up in the front too much so definitely nice to see him actually get his car up towards the front for the first time. Kevin Harvick hadn't seen a whole lot of him this year either, but he finally made it up to the top 10 in 6th. Kyle Busch able to get 7th, had a few different issues with his car, but able to get 7th, still pretty good. Joey Logano in 8th. Daniel Suarez, so both Trackhouse cars in the top 10 uh, in ninth, and Chris Buescher rounds out the top 10. You also had Chase Hiddett, Eric Amarola, Denny Hamlin, Alex Bowman, and Ty Dillon, who are rounding out the top 15. Go further back, you have Todd Gilliland in 19th, so I mean, he did fairly well. Cole Custer there in 16th, so I mean, all Stuart Haas cars basically, yeah, all Stuart Haas cars in the top 20, that I don't know when that has happened some of them usually in the 25th or 30s but still that's pretty good and AJ Allmendinger uh yeah I forgot AJ that's interesting I forgot AJ Allmendinger was even in the cup series race but yeah he finished 20th I didn't even never really saw him he never really showed up and then Eric Jones obviously due to, the, due to that incident finishes 25th Harrison Burton not doing much of anything back there in 29th and of course Coyle Joy Montrex Jr. Kyle Lawson with the um, DNFs so Definitely a bummer for them, but still, it's a fascinating, it's been a fascinating um, group of drivers that have been going back and forth 
in the front. It's just it it's it's very interesting. So I'm not sure how much of that to say is the car, or how much it is to say practice qualifying. How, it's hard to really know what is affecting what. So is the car is this car the one affecting the results the most? Is it simply the drivers coming into their own, finally getting the confidence to go out and drive and be able to get the positions that they need? Or is it the practice and qualifying along with a new car that's really just helping the top drivers get their practicing, get their cars dialed, and being able to go out and get their good finishes? It's hard to really tell. Uh, as we get farther into the season, probably be around... I'm going to say race 20. I say if we get to race 20, I think that's probably the sweet spot for all the teams once the, every, the big teams and all that start getting all of their resources and tweaks and stuff figured out. I think that might be where we start seeing the gap uh, happen and see really who is on the top. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We got Atlanta. That's going to be... Atlanta is a wild card. I'm not sure who's going to win there. It's going to be interesting. But let's look at the point standings for the Xfinity Series. Noah Gregson obviously leads the field 203 points. Ty Gibbs is in second. Justin Algar in, in third. You have AJ Allmendinger currently in fourth. Josh Berry fifth. Daniel Hemrick in sixth. Brandon Jones in seventh. Ryan C continues to hold on to a top ten spot in the point standings in eighth. Sam Mayer. I haven't really seen a whole lot of Sam Mayer throughout the race. Seems like he's doing pretty good in the number one car, but just, I don't know. I haven't really been noticing him that much. I think part of it is because his paint scheme looks like Anthony Alfredo's paint scheme. And I get it mixed up. They almost look identical. I think that's why I'm not really noticing him that much. Just because his scheme and um, Anthony Alfredo's looks almost identical. So it's kind of hard to tell them apart. But and Sam Mayer doing a good job up there in ninth. Riley Herps currently sitting in 10th. Obviously not having... Uh, did really good, but didn't have a good finish at... Uh, where was it here? Yeah, I had a DNF. I forget where it was now. But yeah, Riley Herps. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix. I forgot about that part of the race. There wasn't a whole lot that happened in the Xfinity race. It was kind of, kind of, kind of uh, unimpressive. I totally forgot the Ruddy Hips Dean after that one. But anyways, uh, he's currently sitting in the 10th, so he's going to want to improve on that. Austin Hill, uh, the winner of the first race of the season, currently sits all the way back in 11th, so he's kind of dropped back. Uh, Trevor Bain currently sits in 12th. Brandon Brown currently sits in 13th. Sheldon Creed. In 14th, Landon Castle 15th, Jeb Burton currently sits in the 16th spot. Anthony Alfredo's dropped back to 17th. Brett Moffitt, JJ Yeti, Jamie Clements, etc. round out the top 20. And Matt, Matt Snyder currently sits 23rd. So I'm kind of looking for him to be able to jump up there and uh, get some points here, hopefully. So we'll have to see how he, how he does. But uh, yeah, that is the point standings currently in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. So we'll switch on over here to the Cup Series and see where we sit now. We currently have Joey Logano, who has been the most consistent driver so far throughout this season. He currently sits in the first position, Kyle Busch in second, Chase Elliott in third, Kyle Larson in fourth, Chase Briscoe with that win catapults his way up to fifth. Eric Amarola currently sits in sixth, Ryan Blaney currently sits in seventh, Austin Sendrick in eighth, Tyler Reddick currently sits in the top 10 and 9th. Kevin Harvick, I mean, Kevin Harvick's been consistent, obviously, because he sits in 10th, but still. I uh, haven't really seen a whole lot of Kevin Harvick 
overall this season. Definitely want to see a little bit more spark from him. But uh, he's currently sitting in 10th. Alex Bowman with a win sits in 11th. Kurt Bursch, who hadn't seen much of him, is currently sitting in 12th. It'll be interesting to see farther down the season how that all separates. But uh, he currently sits in 12th. Montrex Jr. in 13th. Ross Chastain currently sits in 14th. William Byron in 15th. And Austin Dillon currently sits in the final position for the playoffs in 16th. You also have Bubba Wallace 17th. Brad Kosowski, who has fallen back to 18th. Eric Jones. And and Ty Dillon in the 19th and 20th positions. And Chris Busher sitting back there in 21st. So, yeah, Ross Chastain sitting in 14th. That's pretty good. Michael McDowell back in the 26th position. Uh, currently, BJ McLeod uh, sits in 33rd. You have uh, Harrison Burton currently sitting in 31st. And you also have uh, Todd Gillen in 28th. And Denny Hamlin. Now this is interesting. I really hadn't realized how bad Denny Hamlin had been this year. Not that it, not that it saddens my heart any. It's it's actually fine by fine by me if how if he sits farther back. But still, he is sitting in twenty seventh. That's uh that's that's that is pretty that's pretty bad. I I did not realize how bad of a season he'd had so far. But twenty seventh, that is pretty bad. Four races in. For Denny Hamlin to be sitting back there, that's that's pretty far. Ricky Stenhouse is uh, currently sitting 23rd, but yeah, that that one actually kind of surprises me there. Denny Hamlin all the way back there in 27th. That's that's a bit surprising. I I did not realize how far back he was sitting there. So, anyways, that is that's pretty interesting. The point stand is so far definitely. Um, I I almost want to say the most consistent driver. Just overall speed and where they've been finishing. I, I kind of want to say that Chase Briscoe is probably my pick to be the most consistent throughout the year currently. Just because he has, he has, he kept, he keeps showing up there. Tyler Reddick is also up there. Ross Chastain looks really good as well. But yeah, a bunch of those guys, I don't know, they're going to be kind of, they're going to be pretty cool to watch throughout the season. And definitely going to be interesting to see how where they finish finish off in points but uh, those three guys I'm definitely interested in watching Eric Jones I think if Eric Jones can get a good finish get some good finishes together he's going to be very interesting to watch as well Brad Kozlowski uh, I don't know what's going on with his car or whatever but uh, they definitely need to pick it up they looked really good but kind of have slumped since uh, obviously Chris Buescher had a top 10 so he looked pretty good but uh, yeah Brad Kozlowski and RFK need to pick up the momentum a little bit uh, they're falling behind, it would appear to me. But anyways, that is really about it, guys. As I said, it's going to be a short episode just because there isn't as much news stuff to talk about. But as I said, next week there might be uh, that announcement NASCAR is supposed to make here later on this week. So we'll have to see what that is about. And I will hopefully get back to you on that. So very interesting stuff. Going to be... Interesting to see what new Atlanta looks like, but uh, definitely the point standing wise, uh, it's kind of a jumbled jumbled mess. It's fascinating. It's very cool to watch. But anyways, guys, that is the podcast for the day. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's Pace Car Podcast. Make sure to come back and listen to more. If there's episodes you haven't listened to, go ahead and go check those out. And if you're not subscribed to the Commission Gamer YouTube channel, hey, give that a try. You might enjoy some gaming videos. But anyways, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will be talking to you guys here next time on the Pace Cobb Podcast. Bye-bye.